Yesterday's first reading presented the encounter between God and Solomon. And God promised that because he had taken to idolatry and had instituted the worship of foreign gods in Jerusalem, the Lord was going to take away ten of the tribes from his kingdom. But the Lord said, I'm not going to do this while you sit on the throne because of the promise I made to your father, David. And I said yesterday that if we abandon the source of our blessing, we lose the blessing. And if we uphold the source of our blessing, who is God, we receive more blessings. Today's readings continue with the same understanding and appreciation of our relationship with God. The words of God is fulfilled today when the prophet Ahijah met Jeroboam, who was the architect of the temple built by Solomon. And when the prophet met him, the prophet was wearing a new robe. And as soon as Ahijah saw Jeroboam, he removed the cloak and tore the cloak into 12 pieces, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And he gave 10 of them to Jeroboam and he said he is going to keep only one for the tribe of Judah. Remember the Levites are God's people, the priests and those who help with the temple worship. So they belong to the Lord and this will be fulfilled later on after, Jerob uh, sorry, after Solomon is dead and his son Rehoboam is placed on the throne. The kingdom was divided, the northern kingdom Israel and the southern kingdom Judah. And the northern kingdom was ruled by Jeroboam I and the southern kingdom was ruled by Rehoboam, the son of Judah. That is the schism that this passage is talking about. The reason is that Solomon had been blessed by God. Economic prosperity, political expansion. There was peace on the land. Yet, Solomon did not put his trust in the God of Israel. He did not follow the footsteps of his father David. But he abandoned the God of Israel and sought political alliances with the nations who also introduced their gods to the land of God, the promised land. The gospel today presents a contrast to the thinking and action and life and perception of Solomon. We hear about people who had heard about Jesus. 
So when Jesus left the district of Tyre and went to the, by the Sea of Galilee to the ten cities, the Decapolis, these people in the Decapolis were not Jewish people. They were Gentile people. And what happened here is that when they heard that Jesus was in town, they brought to him a death and a dump man. Why did they send this man to Jesus? They believe in his word. They believe in the power of Jesus and what he can accomplish in their lives. Contrary to Solomon, who abandoned the power of God, these people embraced the power of Jesus Christ. And they brought this man to Jesus. And they were seeking Jesus to heal this man. This man had a double impediment. He was dumb, but at the same time he was deaf. But they brought him to Jesus in anticipation that Jesus was going to make all things good by transforming this man's life to something more purposeful and useful. Then Jesus showed compassion and empathy for this man. Jesus physically identifies with the suffering of this man not wanting to disgrace this man or to cause a drama in the public, he took this man aside. And he identified with him physically by touching him, by putting his finger, which is a symbol of the power of God. You know, the gospel says, if it is by the finger of God that this is performed, the power of God. And Jesus, by just a command, Ephatha, be opened. And we are told that the ears were open and his tongue was loosened and he could hear and speak. Identifying ourselves with the source of our blessing brings enough blessing in our lives. God has blessed all of us in one way or the other. But do we identify with God who blesses us? Do we see God at the source of our life when we woke up this morning? And as I said the other day, if you think it was your alarm clock that woke you up, just take that alarm clock and put it by a dead person and see whether when the alarm goes off, that body will rise. Everybody knows the time we went to bed, but no one can tell me specifically when we fell asleep. And we never knew what went on throughout the night. We only saw that we are alive again. So even if nothing at all, our life is a gift from God. Whatever we have been able to achieve is a gift from God. Whatever we possess is a gift of God. Whatever knowledge or wisdom or skill that we possess are gifts from God. But do we still appreciate that they came from God and therefore they have to be honored. They have to be respected, to be cherished. And that the giver of those blessings needs to be worshipped and glorified. Dearly beloved, let us not be like Solomon. But let us have trust and hope in God who provides.
like these men who brought the deaf and the dumb man to Jesus. And if we are able to do that, the Lord will multiply the blessings of our life. May the Holy Spirit help us to do that. Amen. Amen.